I want you to recognize that I don't have time has become a common response in our busy culture. So how often do you find yourself saying, I don't have time without really thinking about what it is you're saying, I don't have time to do. It's just become this common response that a lot of us have. And I want you to recognize that I don't have time is a goal killer. Hey, Goal Achievers, welcome to Elite Achievement, your go-to podcast for service-based business owners who want to achieve their goals and grow their businesses. Hear inspiring stories from other business owners, learn goal achievement strategies, and overcome the challenges you face when growing your business. I'm Kristen Burke, your host and coach, here to help you achieve your goals. Together, let's close the gap between the goals you set and the goals you achieve. Hey, Goal Achievers, welcome back to Elite Achievement. Today, we are continuing to explore the most frequently asked questions around goals. I asked my network on social media two questions around setting and achieving goals. In last week's episode, episode 85, I answered your questions around setting goals. And in this episode, I will answer your questions around achieving goals. Specifically, I asked my network, what is the hardest part of achieving goals? And it led to questions around tracking, accountability, time management, and motivation. So let's dive in. As it relates to tracking, you wanna know what are the best practices for tracking? The simple response is to actually do it. You'd be surprised at how many people set goals and then don't track towards their goals. I recommend tracking weekly, monthly, and quarterly. Each week, reflect on your goals with the Friday ritual. The Friday ritual is one of my favorite business practices. At the end of the week, write down your weekly wins, note your lessons learned, and identify your priorities for the next week. Identifying wins is a great way to build your goal achievement confidence. If we focus too much on what didn't go right or the rejection we experienced, we aren't going to feel super motivated to progress towards our goals. Instead, make it a practice to celebrate your progress along the way to inspire yourself to keep moving forward. Noting your lessons learned grows your courage. If you are striving to achieve something you've never done, you're going to be required to get outside of your comfort zone, take risk, and embrace fear. When we do something new, we might not always nail it. Instead of dwelling on what didn't go right and beating yourself up, learn to embrace failure so you normalize the process of being a beginner. Identifying your priorities encourages you to stay focused and committed to the activities that will lead to goal achievement. Our priorities often require putting ourselves out there, so it feels more comfortable to spend the day answering emails and having a feeling of being busy. But remember, busy isn't always productive. By practicing the Friday ritual each week, you are building a goal achievement best practice to keep your goals top of mind while also growing confidence and courage. If you wanna start practicing the Friday ritual, check out the show notes to download my Friday ritual template. 
Monthly, I recommend you set aside time to review your yearly goals, check in on your progress, and identify strategies to focus on in the new month. I like to conduct my month and goal review at the start of a new month, and it only takes about an hour. If you find yourself forgetting the goals you set at the beginning of the year, this review process will be a game changer for you. It's hard to forget what your goals are when you are intentionally reviewing and reflecting on them monthly. Not only does the month end goal review keep your goals top of mind, but it gives you the space to be creative and brainstorm different ways to achieve your goals. I'm always amazed at the ideas I come up with when I give myself the space to think about my goals. Busyness and hustle can silence our creativity and innovation. The month end goal review is an intentional process that allows you to slow down and be thoughtful. Quarterly, dedicate time to reviewing your goals and identify strategies for the next quarter. Without a quarterly review, you run the risk of doing the same things over and over again that make you feel like you are being productive, but aren't really getting you results. By taking the time to review, strategize, and understand the habits and beliefs that are either helping or hindering your goal progress, you're able to make the changes necessary to achieve your goals. And the power of a quarterly review lies in pinpointing a few key strategies that will build momentum towards your goal when you execute those strategies. Listen to episode 70, three goal review processes that work for more details on each review process, and be sure to get on my email list to receive a monthly reminder to conduct your month-end review. I received several responses and questions around accountability and support. You want to know what is the best practice for holding yourself accountable to goals. And I'm pumped we get to explore the topic of accountability. We all need accountability to maximize our potential and achieve our definitions of success. Let's face it, we all have fears, limiting beliefs, and negative mental narratives that prevent us from following through and taking action to achieve our goals. Having an accountability partner can help us work through fears, understand that limiting beliefs are not serving us, and rewrite those negative mental narratives. I recommend you get clear on what you need to be held accountable to and how you want to be held accountable. This is where a coach can support you on your goal achievement journey. A coach can ask you impactful questions, help identify the right problems to solve, and brainstorm solutions. And the solution often lies behind some activity we know we should do, but for some reason, don't do it. Going public with goals is a strategy that has worked really well for me. When I was running marathons, I would post about my upcoming long runs, so I didn't give in to the temptation to hit snooze and sleep through my long run. I talked about creating my course, Goal Setting Success, in episode 77, Achievement Mindset, so I didn't push my idea for a course off any longer. When you go public, you run the risk of letting others down, which is a powerful motivator. Additional responses I received around accountability include, I need accountability and to have people on a similar path as me who can relate and talk through struggles. I'm a solopreneur, so no one to bounce ideas off of. And I'm great at first and then lose steam. Really need cheerleaders and reminders. 
Peer accountability calls and study groups can be impactful ways to create this accountability you are craving with others. I've had a peer accountability call with a dear friend and another business owner for a few years. We connect on Mondays to share our business ups and downs, what we're working on, and where we need support. These calls are a great way to tell someone I'm going to do something that I know I should do, but don't always want to do. Study groups or masterminds are an increased form of accountability because they often require you to make a financial commitment to join. When I facilitate study groups, we consistently check in on our progress towards goals and discuss obstacles that are getting in the way of achieving goals. Being in a group with other like-minded individuals not only inspires you to think differently, but it encourages you to follow through with what you said you will do. The next topic I want to cover centers around time. I received several responses around not having time to write down my goals or finding the time to manage it all. And I think it's really important we talk about this concept of time. First, I want you to recognize that I don't have time has become a common response in our busy culture. So how often do you find yourself saying, I don't have time without really thinking about what it is you're saying, I don't have time to do. It's just become this common response that a lot of us have. And I want you to recognize that I don't have time is a goal killer. So if you find yourself saying, I don't have time, I recommend you start by asking yourself why you think you don't have time. There will always be emails to answer, laundry to fold, errands to run, and people in our lives who need our attention and focus. And achieving your goals will require you to set aside time to work on them. So start by asking yourself why you don't have time and understand, are you in a really busy season of life? And if you're really, truly in a busy season of your life, do you need to think about your goals a little bit differently? Do you need to extend the timeline for those goals? Do you need support on your goal achievement journey? But what I I think you're going to find as you start to explore why you think you don't have time is that you really do have the time. There's probably fear getting in the way and fear causing you to think you don't have time. I think so often it's our, our lack of confidence or it's our lack of courage that can hold us back from finding the time to work on our goals. If we're really honest with ourselves, we probably have more time than we think we do to make progress towards our goals. And I think there are two issues that lead to the response, I don't have time. One issue is lack of clarity. So it becomes easier to prioritize what's important when you can clearly articulate why it is important. So you might need to go back to the reason you set your goal in the first place and reconnect with why the goal is important to you. Another issue is poor time management. And poor time management can also inspire this feeling of, I don't have time. I want you to think right now about all the small moments in your day. Those 10 to 15 minutes you have in between your meetings. Are you doing work that's proactively going to move you in the direction of your goals? Are you making one more phone call? Are you asking for one more referral? Or are you going to your email inbox for a quick hit of, I got something accomplished by answering an email? Those small moments of your day add up 
And I want to encourage you to use them intentionally. If you're also feeling overwhelmed by managing a lot, I want you to take inventory on what it is that you are managing and ask yourself, am I the only person who can manage this? This is such an important exercise to do as a business owner, because I know so many of us are holding on to things that we could delegate, that we should delegate, and we're not doing it because we have this belief that it's going to take way too much time to delegate. And yes, there is an investment upfront when you're teaching someone how to do something, but you're going to make that back. You're going to get that investment back tenfold when you finally delegate that task. Or the other thing we do is we have this belief that we are the only one who can do this task as good as it needs to get done. And one of the best things I've learned around delegation is that if someone else can do it to 80% of how you can do it, you can delegate it and focus on something else. Another thing you can look at when you're assessing, are you the only person who can do this task? Are you the only person who can manage it? Is what tasks are repeatable? Repeatable tasks, those tasks that follow the same checklist or the same workflow, those are great things to delegate. But sometimes you really are the only person who can manage it or the only person who can do this role. And if you find yourself in that situation, it's important to identify Where do you want to get your A's, your B's, and your C's? And as a former A student, this is something I have been forced to work through and I struggle with. I've been forced to work through this recently because Q4 is a busier time in my business with the planning days I facilitate. I also decided to create and launch my course this quarter. So with increased travel and new priorities, I had to get very clear on the areas in my life where I want to deliver A-level work and where a C is okay. And the last thing I will say about time management is I want to remind you that the Friday ritual will also support time management. When you have an intentional practice to close out your week, you know what priorities to focus on in the new week. Are you tired of setting goals that you never achieve? Do you want to learn how to set realistic and achievable goals that will take your business or career to new heights and come up with a plan to actually reach them? If you are a business owner or leader in your company that has been struggling with taking your success to the next level, you have to check out my new course launching in December called the Goal Setting Success Course. Learn how to set effective goals create a clear action plan, and achieve success in multiple areas of your life. I've spent years coaching business owners and leaders to identify their strengths and weaknesses, overcome obstacles, and stay motivated to achieve their goals, and I can do the same for you. Don't let another year pass you by without achieving the success you deserve. Sign up for the Goal Setting Success Course waitlist to be the first to know when it launches, and get an exclusive discount and start achieving your goals and reaching your highest potential. All right, we're going to end with motivation because I know motivation plays a big role in achieving your goals. We're often very motivated when we start on our goal achievement journey. It feels exciting. We just set this goal. We're committed to go after what it is that we want, but then adversity happens, rejection happens, things are harder than they thought they would be. And that's when we start feeling tempted to give up 
on our goals. One of the responses that I heard is that the uncertainty of what obstacles may come that could prevent you from reaching your goals is the hardest part. And I'm going to go back to the Friday ritual because the Friday ritual encourages you to recognize and learn from the obstacles that are inevitably going to come up on your goal achievement journey. A lot of being able to handle the obstacles comes back to mindset. You need to get really good at closing the gap between obstacle happening and the next action you take. I'm reminded of a time early in my business. So it's the very first week of the new year in my business. It's the very first week of 2020. And I remember I'm sitting at the kitchen counter in our our downtown LA apartment. We're living in downtown LA at the time. And I'm sitting at the kitchen counter going about my work day. And I'm really excited because I thought a client was going to say yes. And that client said no. I was preparing for a meeting that was coming up and that meeting canceled. And I was really looking forward to connecting with my best friend for some motivation, some inspiration, and she had to cancel our call. I remember these feelings of fear and doubt and uncertainty and what the heck did you just do? Why did you just quit your job? Who are you to think you are a business owner? All started to come up to the surface. And instead of letting those feelings take over and going down the rabbit hole of all those negative mental narratives, I put on my tennis shoes, I went outside and I worked out. And when I came back from my workout, I set a prospecting meeting. And that is how the bounce back plan was born. So the bounce back plan includes two steps. Number one, you do something that makes you feel good. For me, that's working out. I might not always want to work out, but I know when I'm done working out, I feel better than I did when I started. And that thing that makes you feel good, that starts to shift that energy, shift that energy away from all the negative stories you're telling yourself. Then the second part of the bounce back plan is to do one thing in the opposite direction of the story you are telling yourself. And going back to my example, I was starting to doubt my ability to build a business. So I did one thing that was going to prove that doubt wrong. I set a meeting to get more referrals to book more potential client meetings. So the bounce back plan, it's a very simple concept, but it's going to help you tremendously close that gap between bad thing happening and the next action you need to take to keep moving in the direction of your goals. And one final response I want to explore with you in today's episode is if you realize you can't reach your goal, how do you pivot or recalibrate without feeling like you're failing or cheating your original goal? And this is such a great response for us to explore because right now, as I'm recording this episode, it's November. It's almost the end of the year. And some of you might be in this spot right now. You might be looking at your goals and thinking, oh my gosh, I have so much more to go. There is no way, but could I reset my goal? Should I reset my goal? I'll feel guilty if I give up on my goal. And I want to encourage you to ask yourself, what am I trying to get or experience by achieving this goal? Getting clear on what you are really after is important because then you can determine Do you need to stay focused and committed to your original goal? Because is that the only goal that is going to get you that desired outcome you want? 
Or can you recalibrate? Can you set a different goal, but still get that same desired outcome you are going after? And I also want to remind you, when you regularly check in on your goals with the month-end goal review and the quarterly review I talked about, you're giving yourself the chance to pivot and adjust your strategies throughout the year. You have more awareness around where you are at versus where you need to be. And you can come up with new strategies that are going to help move you closer to achieving your goal before it becomes too late. But it does happen that even with systematic reviews, we realize we need to reset our goals. And if you find yourself feeling defeated, especially at this time of the year, when the end of the year is only a few weeks away, I want you to go back to your vision. Go back to your vision and ask, are the goals I am going after connected to my vision? If the answer is yes, don't give up on your goal. Maybe you need to adjust the time frame. Maybe you need to adjust the strategies. But if that goal is still moving you in the direction of your vision, stick with it. If the answer is no, and that goal is no longer moving you closer to your vision, then you can recalibrate without feeling guilty. Then you realize, wait, I I don't have a clear reason for going after this goal. I would only be sticking with it to stick with it. Set a new goal, set one that is meaningful, set one that is going to fire you up. And that is what I'm going to help you do in my course, Goal Setting Success. I am going to help you set meaningful and doable goals that you want to achieve. You are going to learn more about your goal achieving tendencies so you can put different strategies in place to achieve your goals in the new year. You can think of me as your accountability partner to set meaningful and doable goals and get ready for your best year yet. If you want to know more about goal setting success, check out the show notes to join the waitlist. When you join the waitlist, you are going to be the first to know when the course is live and you'll also receive a special price that is only available to the people who are on the waitlist. And before we wrap up, I want to say thank you to everyone who responded to my social media request around what questions do you have around setting goals and what is the hardest part of achieving goals? Without your responses, I wouldn't have been able to put together last week's episode and today's episode. So thank you so much for sharing your thoughts and your questions around goals. I really enjoyed coming up with these last two episodes to help you move closer to goal achievement. And with that, keep celebrating your weekly wins, noting your lessons learned, and identify your priorities for next week so you can consistently pursue progress in the direction of your goals. Hey, Goal Achiever, congrats on investing time and your growth in finishing another episode. If you are left craving more goal achieving and business growing wisdom, visit my website, kristenburke.com and check out the resources page. Here, you will find my popular breakout plan which has helped hundreds plan, prioritize, and progress towards their goals. Vision prompts to help you draft your vision and a mid-year goal check-in to help you reconnect and reignite your passion for your goals. Together, let's close the gap between the goals you set and the goals you achieve.